songs to fuck to here we go we're here we're here everybody <sighs> that's actually how i whistle because i don't know how to whistle so i just go i'ma fade it And we're nice, here. Nice fade, you like that Jared. fade out? Holy that shit! I, I practiced that. That, that uh, fade out took for fucking ever, and it I sure loved did. it. But I wanted it to hit right on the right spot. That that clapped, dude. That clapped. Yeah. It was good. It's right, like uh, a primitive form of scat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Jared Moxley, and my name is Matthew Morris, and we are a, a weird, weird time, time recorded. Three clicks of the beers can only mean we have a special friend here. And you might have heard him, but uh, I can't introduce him because I'm not of that caliber. So I think it's your turn, Jared. It's our beautiful friend, Darren. Oh, Frank. hello, everybody. Darren Frank, right? Are Thank we you. allowed to use your first and last name? I, I believe you can. Do we have to pay extra for that? No. Okay. Well, no. No, you don't have to. All right. I Darren, think we're good. Darren's here, and he sent us probably one of the best <coughs> emails we've ever been sent, and we oh, well, we read you. that aloud here. And he one day he goes, you know, I got a lot more of those. I was like, all right, send them in. And then I was like, actually, just come and hang out and drink beers. And for for the like uh, weirdos out there, you might we're calling our fans weirdos now. I don't know if you're. No, I'm cool with that, man. I'm I mean I'm pretty weird. No, no, I mean like. Because it's a weird time recorded, we're we're calling them weirdos. And well, it's we tried and it, it didn't really stick. Because it didn't click. Oh, I get it. There aren't, All right. We don't yeah. really have fans. Yeah, per yeah. Se. And then a weird time recorded, we started calling it otter, but then it sounds like otter, and yeah. so we're just we're looking for the thing. Yeah. Maybe right. maybe you could help us. I don't know. We haven't we found could, it we, yet. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I mean, you know, it just it takes time. It does take these things it's just take like, time, like gloves. You know, you got to find the right pair. You got to try a bunch of different ones on. And once you know, you know. You got to try and not leave the glove glove on the crime scene when you murder your wife. That's right. And then. Because if it doesn't <laughs> fit, you must acquit. You must acquit. Yeah. Uh, so you're the, um, <clears throat> the email you sent us had to do with a 97 Porsche. Oh, yeah. It was. A, a pot of coffee. It was bitching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Um, just r- disgruntledness. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Um, uh, matter of factly, there's a couple. So <laughs> uh, with that specific story in general, that was like the third occurrence of something like really strange happening in my neighborhood that like just kind of happened while I was there. <clears throat> but it happened to involve a guy that like, you know, I was aware of for months beforehand because he was a registered sex offender. And, like, you know, there's a registry that you can go to and, like, find all of them in your neighborhood. You're a blue dot. Well, so, actually, yeah. you can um, – are you in Porter County? Yeah, yeah. So, you can actually go on uh, Porter County Sheriff's Department website. Yeah, where yeah. You, And you mm-hmm. can go on sex offenders and it shows yep. the map near mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I found this guy. I actually – so – I'll, I'll tell you the two other stories briefly after I tell you this guy. So this guy, his name's Arthur Bean Jr. Arthur oh. Bean Jr. Yeah, and he's like the creepiest looking dude you could possibly ever 
see in your life. Bald head, recessed like rotting teeth, looks kind of like, um, you ever see the movie Weird Science? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, you know the, the biker dude with the like oblong head Kinda. I'm talking about? He has like, he's in the hills have eyes. He looks like a registered sex offender. Yes. <laughs> like exactly. when you like, register sex offender. Yeah. You're, he, you he see hits him all and you the know. things. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know right away. You can smell it in the air. It's fucking <laughs> gross. But um, the guy uh, was living a couple houses down from me, and, like, he'd always catch me out, like, mowing my lawn or something like that. And he'd come over, and he'd start talking to me. Like, what do you do? Like, like you right, riding lawnmower, or are you pushing? I'm pushing. You, you're man. pushing and sweating. Yeah. You're yeah. sweating. Yeah, but my yard isn't very big, and, you know, I don't I don't really care to talk to neighbors unless I have to. Right. But the guy uh, claimed to work um, from home as, like, a paralegal or something like that or, or whatever. He would write a law documents for, like, murder cases because he's really into murder. Oh, and, like, he would tell oh, me about it. He's scary. Super creepy dude, right? And, like, you know, the first time I met him. Did he? Did he? Did he tell you that specifically? Like he was yes, like, I'm, yes, like really. I'm really into murder, and you're like, <laughs> yes. those words coming out of your mouth is fucking frightening. Yes, he specifically said that when we first met, and it was like the creepiest thing you could think of. It, it almost intimidated me at first. I'm not easily intimidated, but he, you know, was like, yeah, you know, my name's Arthur. I'm I'm really into murder, but it's, don't it's, worry. I just you, study it. You're you're bigger than me, so you're good. You're good. <laughs> but you know, like it, it's one of those things where, like, you hear somebody say that they look the way that they do, and you're just like, "Oh, you creepy motherfucker, get the fuck away!" And um, <laughs> it just so happens, like a couple of days later, the neighbor from across the street was like, "Oh, I see you ran into that guy. You know, just watch out. I know you have a kid." And I was like, "Oh yeah," and he's like, "Yeah, he's a sex offender." I'm like, "No shit." You know, look him up. And unfortunately, um, and you know, pretty disgustingly, he it's he was an offender against children. But now, what that <clears throat> they don't tell you on those websites is like what, like they don't give like specifics. Right. Yeah. It could have been like, you know, he was in a relationship when he was younger with a seventeen-year-old yeah. yeah. girl or something like mm-hmm. that. And the parents didn't approve. Yeah. And, and then but, the so parents the, called. The... You know, not saying any of it's like. You know, worse than the other, but you you don't know. You don't know like what these people do because they don't put that stuff out there. Mm-hmm. I I think I disagree. <coughs> disagree I, in what way? I hate to be this person, but I think that I disagree. Um, with it's all you oh, you didn't exactly say it's all the same, but you kind of said like oh he's still a registered sex offender. But if you're an eighteen year old with like a with the seventeen-year-old and the parents don't, the girl's parents don't like this situation, right? And you get in trouble, and you're and you're, it's wrong. Like, yeah, like, oh, that's what I mean, though. Is that exactly that? That like you, the precaution needs to be the same regardless because you don't know. But and and I guess it doesn't really not to say that you know. I guess oh, okay. I guess it really doesn't matter because it's like I'm cool with weed, so I guess that people that get arrested for weed, I really don't fucking care. Right. So, see, right. you sound well, also, you yeah. sound so much better now. Listen, do yeah. You hear? I, well, I'll, I mean, I, I I fixed it for you. Thanks. Bud. But also, and uh, you know, sometimes you do judge people, unfortunately. But if yeah. you're looking like what you described this guy to look like, he most likely wasn't an 18 year old 
dating a 16-year-old. See, and he's into murder. He's being weird, coming up to you, talking, like, not, like, you didn't invite him over. No, no. He just no. decided to fucking come on down. And so you take all those into account. You're like, this guy's probably yeah. not like a... And I he's actually, not an up-and-up sex offender, you know? He's just yeah, straight I mean, up yeah, something he's a, went down. Total dirtbag. I actually lied to you. I don't know weird science. And I said, yeah, 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 just <laughs> just because just because I felt like it was the thing to say at the time. Well, but it's all really, right. really what my mind went to is the, is the thing from The Goonies. Similar. Similar look. Sloth. Yeah. yeah. Sloth. Sloth. Similar yeah. look. I mean, his eyes weren't that far Maybe apart a m- more whatever, put but... together sloth. Yeah. 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 Okay. Basically. A couple and... du- dual <clears throat> references there. Just That's to... good. That helps. Uh, clarify from that email, you know, there was the, the, the gal who was short and she was a larger girl and him in this altercation. Oh, so this was the guy from the email. This is the guy from the email. Gotcha. Right? That's why we're talking so, about yeah. this. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on board. So like, but this ties into one of the other two stories of the things that I, I've recently seen in the okay. last year where I live. <clears throat> so this guy is dating the woman he lives with, right? He's maybe 42, I'm going to assume, in, like, his early 40s. The woman he's living with, who he's dating, is, like, 65. What? She's older. So he went the opposite. Yeah. Wow, you really fucked me up on that he one. He went yeah. the opposite. I, yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, 20 but now, years old. Yeah, but now, like... I hear paralegal. I think he maybe has a little money into yeah. murder. Opposite sex offender. Yeah. So he's <laughs> right like he, he, by preying on the elderly. Right? Yeah, he's like, children get you into too much trouble. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about these old people. <laughs> right? I'm going to yeah. molest old people. Whoa. Like, that's what it, I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, he you said that. No, I'm with you. He's, I can't yeah. believe he said that. I can't yeah. believe he said that. He's a terrible person. But so the girl, the coffee pot one, mm-hmm. the scrappy one, was her niece. Of whom was 20 years old. So not only is he with oh, okay. the 65-year-old aunt, he's also with the 20-year-old niece. And that's how that situation so transpired. So that makes sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. So you so, go after the old and you wait for the young to come along. Right. And then you capitalize on both sides of that spectrum. Yeah, he's I guess. like a deep-sea that fish. Dude, that dude mm-hmm. is just like, you know I'm just waiting on her pension checks. You know I'm just waiting mm-hmm. on her pension checks. Yeah. If she dies, I get the money and i also get to molest her family man. and you know that i'm not gonna it's i'm up. not gonna produce yeah. a um death certificate i'm gonna keep <laughs> collecting that pension we're well, gonna go on and a cruise I'm so for a hot minute like the like the the house that is next door to me or you know that they were living in was the woman's like 95 year old mother's and i've never seen her before i just know she lives there and like I thought for a hot minute that like she she was fucking dead because I've never seen her before, and the the older woman that lived there had like gone out of town for a couple months, and it was just him, and so he you know I see him out doing yard work or tending his garden or whatever, and I'm because like, he's really into murder because he's really into murder and he's tending his garden yeah. So fertilizer shovels old, and you shit? know like what happens you know wearing a wide brimmed hat it's like these tomatoes are growing a mm-hmm. little too well he's yeah. got that he's got that 
uh, thing that has the three uh, prongs on it that he's just scooping. Cultivator. The cultivator. <laughs> the cultivator. Is that what that's called? Yeah, because I, I did landscaping for a while, and I joked with my no buddy, shit. and I said we were going to start a comic book series, and I was going to be the cultivator. And I'm a landscaper be... by day, but I also fight crime with cultivators at I night. Feel, yeah, I he was like going to do the a hoe. good job with it with my he hands. He was going to be the hoe. <laughs> he was the hoe. He's my side. Do you do you feel like I did a good job with yeah, it with that my looks hands? Like a yeah, I mean, it's a cultivator. Yeah, I knew exactly what you were talking about when you put your hand up. My dirty. It looks like I've been cultivating. Look at those fucking hands. But 95 year old lady dead bodies are the best compost. Yeah, probably. But, but like, I mean, come on, Psycho, like all these different movies that have been made about just some old, decrepit yep. old person that like. Pet cemetery. Just, maybe you he buried, store him away and you don't get rid of maybe him. He, yeah. <laughs> maybe he buried the 92 year old in the wrong cemetery and she came back to life. Probably. Yeah. So you yeah. had a real situation. Yeah. And, you had a real situation happening. Right near you. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I have a seven-year-old, so, like, I need to be aware of my surroundings. Mm-hmm. I need to just make sure that I know, like... Absolutely. I never let my son play out in the yard without supervision. I never let him, you know, wander off in the neighborhood. Like, if he was outside, I was always there. So you, you know, take Or we were out in public at a park or somewhere that, where he's just safer go, than being Just go himself. ahead and say mm-hmm. you're taking away your child's uh, <coughs> uh, childhood. Pretty much, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm being an overprotective father and taking away his childhood. Or potentially saving his life from a predator that might live down the street. Tight, you're a tiger parent. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but so this, uh, to continue with the story. So then uh, the neighbor that's across the street, super cool dude, probably around our age, um, real nice, lives with his baby mama. They just had a kid, and like he has a seven year old with previous previous relationship or whatever. And like you know, we kind of bonded on that, and we just hang out have a couple beers a night yeah, or whatever absolutely. <clears throat> so this is like the beginning of last summer um i see the guy and one day i'm at home and i hear a pop i don't think anything of it i'm in like portage slash hobart sometimes you hear gunshots like you know it's like whatever the very next day, I didn't even go outside to check on that one. The very next day, I go outside, and this dude is, like, por- perched up at the end of his driveway in a full leg cast. And I'm like, what the – what happened, man? And uh, his name's Dan. And I'm like, Dan, what the fuck's going on, man? Like, What happened? He's like, oh, dude, I was, like, walking out to my car, and I dropped my pistol – and I fucking shot myself in the leg. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, this is the beginning of the last summer. Are we talking like hip to toe? Like a three fifty seven shattered his fucking femur. Like oh, so so we are we're talking hip to toe cast. Yeah, like they they put him in a full leg cast um, because they had to like re- immobilize it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's how that goes. <laughs> but I'm ba- no doctor, but I know you gotta yeah. immobilize it. So he basically—I <laughs> you know? I don't remember the kind of pistol he had, but he had a 357. It was a revolver, you know, one of those things. That's a strange carry. Yeah, a re- and, revolver. And he happened to like trip over the sidewalk, right, and like fall down. And when he fell, he dropped his pistol. But the pistol had a uh, a defect in it. So all these pistols are built anymore where if you throw it and you drop it on the ground there's a shield like a uh what are those things uh the hammer shield Mm -hmm. 
so that if the hammer goes back in any way, it hits his shield and it doesn't fire the weapon if it falls on the ground. But his gun didn't have one in it. It's a little older, maybe. Yeah, just I mean, a he, cheaper, maybe. he said when he bought it, it didn't have it. So he was just like, like do you better know how, not fall. Know. Yeah. Do you know how lucky he is to have his life? Oh, dude, he was bleeding out. So he, when he told me this story, like, I mean, he's pale as a ghost. His eyes are purple. Like, I mean, eye sockets are purple. His lips are purple. Like, he lost a little blood. A lot of blood. And, uh, he drops this gun and it fires and it goes straight through his leg, shatters his femur. He's bleeding. Like, wait, he's fuck this, die. dude. Do you know? Do you know how lucky you're, <clears throat> that you are? It didn't go through your house. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like the bullet went into his garage, and but you know, absolutely, I'm lucky it didn't go into my house and after, hit me or my son. After or, it went through his femur, it went through the his garage. Yeah, yeah. But it I mean, continued. Was, oh yeah, and like went and lodged itself in the wall of his garage. Where, but, how is he carrying this pistol? <laughs> I mean, he, I just guess, on his hip he, just, he had it in a holster and he was carrying it to his car to put in his glove gotcha, compartment. Gotcha. Um, because he worked at the mill and the yeah, ultimate, the ultimate he whoopsie. Just, he carries a gun to the mill. What a pussy. <laughs> My dad, <laughs> he carried brass knuckles. Then brass knucks. Because he wasn't afraid to. Stroke a motherfucker out, you know what I mean? He was ready to give some people quite a few knuckle sandwiches. Well, I mean, you got to be prepared. He kept it at the bottom of his... Uh, <laughs> so, just so you know, yeah, uh, the story goes back a little ways because we talked about it. But my dad, he um, he has passed. And, I, you've told me that before. And yeah. um, miss, miss you dearly, Chuck. Miss you. And uh, when cleaning out like his... Uh, his work lunchbox and just like, you know, the things you do about a, for like a week after someone yeah, passes yeah. away. You, you go through their things and yeah. It's... At the bottom of, of his lunchbox, his uh, work lunchbox, a set of brass knuckles. Fuck. Yeah. That's badass. And I mean, my dad, my dad was <laughs> doesn't like, get more badass than that. Really? <laughs> no. You know? My dad was my size. Yeah. We're, we're uh, similar in stature. And you're so, not a, you're not a little guy. Not little, but definitely not like fuck you big. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean you know, you like fuck you own. money. Yeah. You are to me. Well, Jared. <laughs> I mean, what are you? Six, six, three? I'm six, three. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I mean, that's I'm, a, that's I'm, pretty big, man. I'm wearing like an inch heel right now. Okay. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm probably six, four in these, yeah. in these boots, if that means anything. Yeah. It's but a sexy height. My, so you're aware. <laughs> my dad, uh, my dad never, uh, Owned a pistol in his life, so really, he well, he was all about that that hand to hand combat. Them well, brass knuck I mean. sandwiches with a little bit of cheddar on there. Oh yeah, yeah. here I keep my money at the bottom of the uh, <laughs> at the bottom of my lunch pail. Let me get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ah yeah yeah yeah. Oh. Darren, um, we got to figure this out, Darren. Um, is that what? It no, is? it's it's not going to convey into it, but it just distracts us. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a thing. It's a core no issue. Worries. So uh, I'm I'm, were you in the middle of something? We were just yeah, kind of carrying Dan, so, a story and so going. So Dan was uh, shot himself, right? Fucked up. So sitting but he's there, sitting he's, there bleeding out. Basically. He's a vet. I mean, the guy's seen war, so he knows how to like turn a kid a wound and yeah. whatever. So he's like out there. 
his wife's in the his wife's in the house with their like six month old baby. Dan's literally bleeding out. I mean, he's hit an artery. He's going down. <clears throat> Arthur Bean's outside mowing his lawn <laughs> and comes over and he's like, "Hey, man, let me help you." And uh, the wife is outside and he's like, "Babe, I need you to be calm. I need you to go get your phone and call an ambulance. Call nine one one." And Arthur's like, "Give me the baby." Oh, oh. And Dan's shit. like, "Dan's like, no. Whatever you do, do not give him that fucking baby." Jesus, and that's the, a horror movie shit, right? And there. he's he like he's like passing out, like he's passing out on himself. My God. And like he has no other choice. Like he's like fighting it, but then like the dude takes the kid. Yeah. And doesn't he's like you? He's like if you're holding that baby, you don't fucking go anywhere. You stay in front of me and like you know. Until I black out. Yeah, and he's just, like, passing out. So his wife calls 911. They come out. They get him up. He goes to the hospital, and I talk to him the next day, and he's just, like, fucking, like half dead, broken yeah. leg, not going back to work for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I'm a blue dot on the map, and also yeah. I'm into murder. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of like this bloodshed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this this so looks me. like a murder scene. Also, there's uh, a baby here. Yeah. <laughs> I found my ideal situation. <laughs> yeah. Right so, here in uh, Portage, Indiana? Yeah, Portage, man. Right it's here in Portage, Indiana. Portage. It's fucking, it's a wonderful town. Yeah. But so then, <laughs> uh, all right. So then that that's pretty much that story. I mean, in a nutshell, like the dude shoots himself in the leg and fucks himself up pretty bad. You heard a bang that close to your fucking house and you were just kind of mad about it? I mean... Dude, I heard one about three weeks ago, and I was like, that sounded like something. But what are you yeah. going to do? You look out your window, nothing's going on. You're not going to investigate. I, I mean, mean, I'm white, you know, but I ain't that white. The fuck? I lived in Chicago for a long time. And, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not saying, like, when you're up there and you live up there that you see people shooting all the time. Mm-hmm. But you definitely you hear, hear the bullets all the time. So, I mean, I'm desensitized to the fact that, like, gunshots happen. I've been shot at. Like, I've seen people shoot at other people. Like, I've been, I've been around. I've Darren, seen some shit. Yeah. Darren Frank? Yeah. One of the kindest souls I've ever met has yeah. been shot at? Yeah. Well, is it because you were malicious or is it because of other people that were cowards? Uh, when I got shot at, I was, I was just a kid. I was in sixth grade. Oh, so you were an asshole. Yeah. I, I was just a punk ass kid and As yeah. we all were. Everybody As we was. all were. Flicked off the wrong person and they just fucking took out a rifle and started fucking popping shots at my face. See How'd you get you... away, did you cartwheel? You <laughs> I just off? fucking <laughs> ran, dude. No. You Crying didn't... like a puppy dog. You didn't um you didn't slide over a uh a sixty three Lincoln and No, that would have been so of, cool though. A hood of a sixty three Lincoln and they hide on the other side. What do I gotta do? What do I gotta do? Like it was a rifle? It was a rifle, dude. And he missed he missed with a rifle? I mean they were like No scope, bro. No scope. He wanted to We're gonna we're gonna say they were like Five six hundred feet away, in the bed of a truck that was trying to keep pace with me. Oh, okay. Running. So I mean, and you were fast as fuck. You get shot at. <laughs> you tell me how fast you fucking run, man. You run a five minute mile, yeah. bro. I mean, they were really they were willing to kill a a kid that age. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. I mean, they were firing real fucking bullets at. So me. here's here's another scenario. Yeah. 
alternate alternate scenario. Yes. Um, you're way too scared to turn around and look. Maybe they're just kind of giving a little shot in the air, like. Oh no! Like the first shot, like okay. So, the way that the we'll just say, my school was parallel with the road, main road there that they were on, and I was leaving school and walking through the soccer field which is right there offset of the school to go home. I only lived a couple blocks away and I got out of detention or whatever. And I was walking home cause I was a little punk ass <clears throat> and I'm like walking through the field. I'm all by myself and this truck, like probably F two fifty from like 89 or something was driving by and they lean out the window and, you know, using very derogatory language. They're like, Hey, faggot, fuck you flip me off so i'm a sixth grader i'm a punk ass kid i'm so they're they're ignorant and you just yeah yeah i'm a hundred yards away from them at this point like i'm just like whatever like forget you guys and i flick these guys off i just give them the finger and i've got to say you flipped us off when you came into the backyard yeah and that (laughs) that little thing i didn't even know if it was your ring finger or your middle finger so like it's not a oh yeah it's a I, I actually you finger. you actually flipped me off and I thought it was kind of cute, right? I'm like I'm not that you know. No, like you have, so you if have I cute hands. If I, I was the, if I was the rifleman, I don't think I'd be like, oh man, that pisses me off. I'd kind of I'd yeah. actually get like a puppy kind of thing and just be like, oh my, oh yeah. But I mean, it, these kinds of guys, these are like straight up. It was in uh, Galveston, Indiana, so. You're looking at, like, a town with a population of, like, 2,000. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> small town, farming town, you know, these kids are just backwoods boys, like, you know. The R- rifles in they their They got trucks. rifles, rifles on the Rifles in their red. truck, you know, dirty wife beater, wranglers and some boots, you know, like, whatever. So they, like, screech to a halt, like, a stop, and there's two in the front, and then there's one in the truck bed. And the one in the truck bed pulls out the rifle and aims it at me, and I'm, I'm like, just looking at him, and he, pow, and you hear it, you know, gunshot. And I'm like, shit, and I, I hear the bullet hit the fucking garage behind me. And oh, I'm, So this guy's not fucking around. No, just straight up fired, probably at that point was like, pow, it was a joke. Then, like... You know, I start taking off, and that's when they got mad. Was when I started running. Oh, and I thought they, that it'd be like a game that they wanted. That's when, <coughs> that's when they'd be excited about it. Well, that's kind of it. Like it turned into like that a thing instinct there. kicks in, and they're yeah. Like, so they, I kind of get pinned. I get you know deer in headlights against the side of this garage where they're at this point like fifty yards away from me, driving through the grass, and they're eyeing me up and. <clears throat> it's fight or flight for me at this point. They fired two bullets at me, and I'm just pinned against this garage, just like fuck, scared to death, crying, like whatever. And I'm like, in my mind, going fucking move, fucking move. You you live like right there. Mm-hmm. You live like, you know, half a block Get away. Out of there. Where my dad's sitting in the living room with a pistol on the table, like safety, you know. So I fucking dart and I run, and they screech off after. Firing the clip out of this whatever fucking kind of rifle it is. <clears throat> I don't even know if it had a clip or whatever kind of rifle it was. I just knew it was real, and it had real bullets that were being fired at me because I could hear them, and I heard where they were going. 
<clears throat> break through my front door. Just boom, like kind of fall on the ground all dramatic, like crying. My dad's like, what's wrong, what's wrong? I'm just like, dad, there's guys in a truck outside firing a gun at me. They're trying to kill me. So my dad runs outside with his pistol drawn and they're like in my grass, like in the yard. And my dad goes outside with his pistol drawn and he's pointed at these guys and he's like, get the fuck out of the car. You know, my dad's a cop. Oh, your dad's a cop. Yeah. Well, my dad you, works for the federal government and you've he's got a, military. You've got a, yeah. You've got to say that. Yeah. Well, yeah. That My dad is. A, I just thought he was another yeah. Galveston. Galveston, no, my Indiana at the time. Fella. This yeah. is the big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like you know, like I'm crying inside, and my my dad at the time was working for, um, he was the security director at the John Hancock Building in Chicago, so he was how far away is that military from? from Galveston? That's a fucking. I said Galveston, like Texas. Yeah. I feel terrible. Though. Yeah, well, Galveston's like by Kokomo, so I'd say from Chicago, it's like what. Four or five hours, something like that. I have no and he idea. had to drive four hours to work. Uh, he, um, he stayed with his best friend five days a week and came home on the weekends. All right, yeah. So we're we're missing the point here. So he yeah, yeah. comes out with his gun drawn at this at this truck. at this truck that's like in our yard, and they're like a bunch of high school giggling, you know, hunting boys or whatever, and chases him off. And that was the first time I ever got shot at. He didn't kill anybody? But damn, bro. No. he. I mean, he ain't the type to shoot first. They rode out. React later. One time, my buddy and I were uh, skateboarding, and uh, my buddy decided to yell, buttfuck Rammy, at someone driving down the road. But they just got out and yelled at us, and that was it. Oh. That was hey, it. Darren. No shots were fired that day. <laughs> Darren, I got kind of a comparable story one time. Yeah. Buttfuck yeah. Rammy, though. But yeah, fuck that's Rammy. a kind of a random thing to say to. Yeah, yell I mean, at a it's car. not. It doesn't even really. What mean does that even anything, mean? Right? <laughs> I was like, why did you yell? That? You're just it like, was, I don't know. It's we came actually to me. <laughs> will randomly text that to each other. But fuck even Rammy. to this day, but yeah, fuck I mean, Rammy it makes no sense. One time, I was a, I was a crossing guard. Yeah. In Hammond, Indiana. That's a good time. I'd get out. I'd get out of. Uh, Class. The only reason I joined is because I got to get out of class fifteen minutes early, and yeah. it was it was closer to mm-hmm. um, home. Did that yeah. too. And so that's when my buddy Mark and I would be on the on the corner as fifth graders because only fifth graders got to be crossing guards. Yeah. yeah. And him and I were standing there one day, and we kept hearing these like snapdragons, just like a. And then every now and then we'd hear one where it was like. We're like, what the fuck's going on? And that's when I got hit, bro. There was a <laughs> sniper from <laughs> there was a sniper from an upstairs window in one of the houses. Yeah, yeah. That I got shot with a pellet gun right in the chest. Oh You were no. you've been shot, Matt? With a pellet gun. You never told me and that. I've actually said this story on the podcast before. Oh yeah, I remember. And uh <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I got I got hit. And that's when I decided, fuck this, and I ran home. I ran yeah. all the way home, and then I got to, I, I told my parents, like, hey, I just got hit with something, and I showed them my chest. There's this big fucking welt, and and I got a welt, and I was even wearing one of those starter pullover. Um, yeah. Um, Hell yeah, what team? Bulls. Are you kidding? <laughs> just, uh, I there, wasn't sure. 
I mean, was, there, was there any of uh, the only two? I mean, oh, come bro, on. I had there, a Steelers the one. Only, I had an Orlando Magic the one. The only two. The only. Th- okay, Orlando Magic, on. good one. Come the on. only three I've ever uh-huh. seen uh-huh. is uh, the Hornets. Yes, okay. I was hoping you were going to say yes. that. The Hornets, right. the Bulls, and the and, uh, Orlando, Orlando Magic. Magic. Uh, that, those uh, are the some, only three. Sometimes you saw the Phoenix Suns one. Oh, yes, oh yeah, definitely the, the purple. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you wanted to see a Supersonics one, but I nobody saw, wanted to wear the there green. There was a Cowboys. I because, saw a Cowboys. Because of Carl Malone. <laughs> Carl Malone had the Suns going on. <laughs> was that Carl Malone? I'm just no, that was the was jazz, Charles wasn't Barkley, it? yeah. It was Charles, yeah, it was Barkley, Charles Barkley, not Carl Malone. <laughs> because of Carl Malone. <laughs> Let me move forward with this story now that I've fucked up, guys. All right, all right. It's okay. Starter jackets. Yeah. That's when. Don't stop. Pellets. That's when my dad was like, what the fuck? And we took off and we uh, we had no idea where the gunshots were coming from. Yeah. So everything was solved that day. Oh, man. But then come to find out a year and a half later. Yeah. He attacked his. The guy that shot me. Yeah. Attacked his dad. With a butcher knife, and his dad blew his fucking head off. With a shut Whoa. the fuck yeah. up! His dad blew his fucking his head off. Dad, oh, I do that got real this fucking. Now. This got real yeah. serious. Now that you say the butcher knife blow the head off thing, I remember this. His, yeah. He he went Holy at his dad shit. with a butcher knife, and his dad had a gun in his hand. He was like, "Don't fucking do it, dude!" And instead of like maybe shooting a kneecap and and like. Fucking him up for the rest of his life. He just <sighs> shot him right in the head. That's a dad that's trying to teach a kid a lesson. <laughs> I mean, lesson fucking learn, man. I mean, he's, he lesson ain't. learn, son. I tried to tell you. I mean, you didn't want to listen. You're uh, grounded. <laughs> uh, go to your room, I guess. Shit. Please fucking mess up off the floor. This Honestly, is, your I'd mother's rather, not gonna like this. I'd rather have a dad like that than a dad that's like, you can't go around the block once on your bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking! You're taking the oh, child. Hold on a minute here. <laughs> you're taking your kid's childhood yeah. all, away. All of a sudden, I'm worse than the dad that fucking blows his advice kid away. with Matt Morris. Dude, you you look you look like a dog that's always crying. Dude, I am always crying. My eyes I thought water you were getting choked time. up from that story, but I realized that's just who you are. <laughs> My eyes you're, are always. I was like, man, you. this guy's really upset about how he got shot at. You're either. Really, <laughs> I mean, I was laughing. You're either really upset, right, right. Or you're really high, or Not high. you're crying. And I'm none of us crying are crying all the time in here. Darren, something I I want to get into. Uh, <coughs> yeah, what's up? You can say you can say next if you want. Like you could Ariana Grande. Like, <laughs> thank you, next me. Yeah. Oh, by okay. the way, I, I got my costume to dress up like Ariana Grande. So thank you. I just got next. Yeah. I just got a bunch of luchador masks in the mail. I saw, I, I saw, saw that. that. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's let's. Uh, one thing at a time. There's so much. Yes. One yeah. thing okay. at a time. There's so yes. much. So your question. I want to know more about. Um, your decisions um, on marriage. Oh, my secret marriage. Okay, secret so, marriage. <laughs> so, I, dude, I, you know, I I felt like wait, but don't sorry, don't, sorry don't, go ahead, go ahead. Don't don't ask any questions to him because I want to explain what's going yeah. on first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we all knew your quote unquote girlfriend. Yeah. And and um, we know you you and her together. Yeah. And we are fond of you and her together and yes. um, and apart as well. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So uh, very great people. Thank um, you. 
never there there's times that I thought that you guys actually here let me hit you with this all right I, I don't because I don't know how to tell this yeah, and spit I'm, it I'm out. fucking this out yeah spit I'm, it out you got it though I I'm, believe in you I'm, I'm fucking this one out I'm fucking <laughs> it out <laughs> dude fuck it out dude, you but, got fuck it. it out I know you so do. when when I saw an yeah. Instagram post that showed that you guys had gotten married mm-hmm. um I at my first thought was okay they've been married this whole time their their one year anniversary is right now like i i could have maybe missed something and it's no big deal yeah and then my girlfriend sent me that post on instagram and she was just like what with a question mark yeah and she was like and i was like oh yeah they're they're married we oh we didn't know that yeah. And then, so I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So tell me why you had a hidden one year marriage. If you're. Oh, totally. Dude, it's it's fine. I'm, I'm all for talking about it. Because I've had this. I have a group of friends that like. <clears throat> we, we're in like a group chat together that we talk all the time. And they give me a bunch of shit all the time about how this is totally something I would do. Well. Dana and I have been together three years, right? Um, And two years deep, we just kind of decided to get married. And one of the issues with getting married, I feel these days, is that it's it's a fucking pony show. Yes, absolutely. I kind of, I actually kind of like it. We kind of like what you did. Yeah, well, and I'm just going to go and say that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll, I'll get to some of that. But, like, it's like a fucking, it's like a horse and pony show. Like, you know, you look at, like, the context of how people get married these days. Like, father's got to give away the daughter mm-hmm. as if she's a burden. There's and then, lit- like. There's literally TV shows that rate weddings. And there's, like, like yeah. there's some deep-seated weird roots to a lot of it. Yeah, and, and it's and all. I give, it, the, I give the food an eight. The presentation, I give a seven. I'll give you my yeah. daughter. You give me five cows. Yeah, like that it's sort like of shit. I will like, give you my prized goat. Right. Yeah. You know? I'll give you my daughter, and I'll also give you ten grand. <laughs> but you know, I, I had sworn to myself years ago, um, because I, I never thought I would ever get married. I never planned on it. It wasn't something that I ever wanted to do. I thought I was gonna die single man. <clears throat> I. But if I did, I was going to go out the fucking true romance way, straight up fucking Christian Slater. Just saw this movie for, for the first time like okay. three months it's ago. It's in my top five. So you know five. what I'm talking about. Top it's five. in my top five. I was going to go to Vegas. I was going to get married by Elvis. I was going to do it really trashy, and then that was going to be the thing, and that was it. That's because love, dude. How many – I bet you that – I can't say anything. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. But so we we were like, okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna get married, <laughs> like we want to do it. But we're we don't want to bring our families into it because my parents are very. My whole family is very like opinionated and judgmental, judgmental and annoying. And you know, her pro-life. sister can be the same way, and They're, her family, except for her mom, can say be pro life. Pro life. Are they pro life? <laughs> what my family? Yeah. My family doesn't fucking care. They're all, they're all pro-life. Just no, say all, my family are very con- like, and I, I love you, mom and dad, and my sisters and whatever. They're listening. Yeah, two of them are in jail. It's cool. But oh, <laughs> most of our listeners are from jail. Yeah. Uh, 
Dude, my they're, sisters, my sisters are fucking felons, people. bro. I have two sisters that are straight up felons, and it's, it's fucking awesome. hardcore. It's all, who's ever said that? <laughs> like, how are your sisters doing? Like, oh, they're straight up felons. Well, they can't vote. <laughs> they can't, dude. That's well, all they gotta say, dude. Well, they, hold they, on, wait, hold on. I'm gonna they, interrupt this real quick with a, with the trashiest story ever. All right, this is wait. No, tell us more about the wedding first, please. Oh, man, okay. We'll right. get back right. to your sisters right. that well, can't getting, own. All right. Don't let we're me get, forget we're this. We're getting deep in the yeah. cut. So uh, so we decided we were going to go ahead and get married. <coughs> and did you ask her, like, uh, did you have a... We didn't... It wasn't a question. We just were like, let's get married. Fuck it. I mean, like, you know, I love you. You love me. We've never had a fight. We never have any issues. There's no trust fucking like weakness there you know i could use you for some tax benefits like i mean come on man i found that i found this beautiful woman who was financially stable who like-minded was like-minded as me like the same music as me like like everything that i like like a teammate you know yeah yeah Yeah, and for sure it was one of those things where like she could go travel the world for five months and i wouldn't fucking worry about anything but her safety you know like Mm -hmm. I haven't typically had that in relationships, like where Absolutely. I've been in a situation where, like, I could trust my significant other just not to do something to hurt me, like fuck you over. You know, this yeah. person's not going to fuck you over, no matter. But what. I, I know it. I know yeah. it. You know, and like, it was one of those things where we like just kind of decided to do it, and we're like, all right. And she's like, well, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to have like a small ceremony? And I'm like, look, if I was ever going to get married, I was just going to fucking do it and not tell anybody and go get married by Elvis in Vegas. So what do you want to do? So it started as like, okay, well, we'll go to Vegas and get married. And I was like, well, why don't we just go to that fucking cool punk bar we had our first date at and see if they'll let us get married there with an Elvis impersonator. Yeah, for for no money. (laughs) For no money. So... We spent $2,000 on a photographer, um, which was turned out to be the best investment for the whole thing. And you couldn't even share photos for a year after for spending year. $2,000? Yeah, $2,000. So but you had those photos, the, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and the photographer blocked all of her friends and family. And, like, my family's not going to go on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But, you know, we, we just had to keep it secret. And then, like, the idea was just to be huge dicks. And at the end of the year, just be like, hey, everybody, you know, like, we've been married for a year. Yeah. Thanks for celebrating our one-year anniversary with us. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that was so, it. Yeah. So you never – I see you, you're wearing a, a ring on your left ring finger now. Yeah. And you didn't do that for a year. No, I wore it on my right hand as just a piece of jewelry, and nobody fucking questioned me. At all about it. Nice. Holy shit. You really pulled one over on yeah. everybody. Yeah. Just saying. I was like, I was like, man, I, I feel like I've n- gotten closer to Darren and known him, but I didn't know. Uh, I was like, did I miss? I was like, did I? Am I? Am I just that yeah. un? Am I just that self-involved that I didn't notice this? Yeah. I did. The but same then it kind came out, and it was like, I was like, oh, well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Because well, there's like I kind of felt like a dick. few that knew, like. Um, a couple people at work knew the secret, Savannah, uh, Corey, Drea, like a couple yeah. of people we work with knew. 
We don't say that it. last one. Oh, yeah. I was just kidding. <laughs> that was uh, boom. I don't do a lot of slights, but it feels good. Am I right? <laughs> hey, am I right? Hey. So I, but, I'm, I'm not like a. I have yeah. your phone number, kind of a friend. However, yeah. I do consider you a friend. If absolutely, that makes, yeah. So yeah. like to the point where if you see me at the bar at the restaurant that you work in, you typically come out and at least give me a hug and or I. You know, vice versa. Yeah. Yes, or vice versa. Yeah. You give so, him a hug. So, uh, I feel I felt kind of ashamed to find out that uh, you were married and <laughs> late like that. Yeah, and I did I had no idea. Oh man, like a but late. then I found out everybody was late, and I was just like, I don't feel that bad. Yeah, anymore. dude, all my best friends are pissed at me about it. Like they're just like, why would you keep that a secret? That's so lame. And like, I'm like, it makes whatever, sense to man. Me. Dude, it, then, it really does. Then you don't have I mean, to do all the best. Yeah. You don't have to do the best man thing. However, I do have <laughs> to say, I have been a best man before, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. Which is cool, and I, mind you, like it goes both ways, though you know, because like it's however I have, you want to do it. However, I have you a couple of friends life. that have been yeah. married that are now divorced, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. I I have a couple friends like uh, one of my, a buddy of mine who's going through some shit right now just put down like a two thousand dollar deposit on a fucking wedding venue, and his his marriage fizzled out, so like he's out two grand, like. Who that's the, a what? that's a risky only two grand. Business, He's lucky, man. but that that's a deposit, bro. And I, I'm just oh, like, come oh. on, like my my why um, lose that money? One of our lifelong <sighs> friends got married when he was like right out of college, so 21, 22. Yeah, yeah. Is that and uh, they and both of their parents make some money, so they had themselves a fucking banger. Yeah, and uh, a lot of fun. Ever like uh, probably the top five. I I go to a lot of weddings, but yeah. like the top five most uh, attended attended weddings. Maybe not epic, but attended. Yeah. Most epic weddings are the backyard ones where everybody's just like, "Let's go fucking wild." Yeah. Those that's more epic than spending money, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But um, most uh, attended. At a nice <coughs> venue, which means money, money. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when they went on their honeymoon, she said, I don't think this is, this was such a good idea. What? Never fucking no. talked no. after they got done with their... with their. Are you kidding I swear me? Swear to God. So they just no. wanted to, to party? They could have just done that. They had been together. Just had a fucking party, <laughs> just man. Just have a huge they party. Had, they had been together since Jesus freshman year in, in high school. Made it all the way through college. So what is that? At least four, eight years right eight there. Eight years, yeah. At least eight years. At least. And then got married. And then as soon as it happened, yeah. I think we made a mistake. Straight up. Yeah. Dude. And and mm-hmm. honestly, I like what you said about when you said how it's like this like dog and pony show like thing. Because it is. And I think I think even Dude, more even more so nowadays with like how social media is and it's like look at me what i'm doing like you you usually find out about a lot of relationships like the more like a person posts about their 
specific relationship. Yeah. It's like behind the scenes, it's just shit ain't doing too well usually. Yeah. And it's and like, what does it matter? And it's I like mean, this is this is our thing. Yeah. This is our thing. This Who is. Who do you have to impress? N- like this has nothing to do with anyone else but us. <laughs> so I kind of I kind of dig it. It's like a special ops kind of like. Yeah. Let's and it, let's, let's mean, make a commitment to each other, but let's yeah. not. This doesn't involve anyone else but us. Like, right. Which so is what it I should like be about. And I feel gets a, like convoluted in a lot of like different Absolutely, scenarios, yeah. like your friend's scenario. Yeah, she, uh, you know, you can look at her like she's a piece of shit, but like she was probably in a position where she felt like she was pressured to follow it's a through. Production, with it. The, probably, the show must go on at that for, point. Like, probably it's like the a parents, play. probably. Yeah, everything. mom and dad are like, you got to do this. This is this is it. This the is the culmination of your life. Yeah, like it's it's a fucking play i've i've got to be honest you um i'm i'm very excited to get married one day to to the person that i'm with currently yeah absolutely um you guys are beautiful together i yeah love her everybody everything has its little issues but it's nothing that we can't work out yeah and um compromise and understanding well yeah for sure but i uh every wedding that we go to is really like um, attended and beautiful, <coughs> and and I I just want to have like a backdoor bash where there's Dude, like s- like six kegs, and we're all having a yeah. having a good time. I don't need, but the thing is, I think that she wants that to an extent. Yeah, she wants to have a little bit more than that. So you can find a balance there. I feel like yeah, you could find a beautiful little balance there, and and yeah. also. My girlfriend makes jewelry for a living. So could you imagine me trying to put a ring on that and she just like straight up gets out the fucking one eye and um magnifying glass and oh, starts dude. So monocle? Dude, how about this, man? Yeah. How about you make up a mock email? That's tough, man. You have her make her own ring. You fake the whole thing. I don't know, just make something that you Oh, like. that's actually that's yeah, pretty you fake intense, the man. Whole that's thing. See, that's it's it's all about the flair, Matt. Be like, it's be like, be like, make. I am a I am a man who <sighs> was like you. You pretend you take on this own persona, and you tell her like an alter my, ego, or you, you have someone yeah, do it for you. Yeah, and you tell her like all the things about the girl he's going to marry that's actually her, and then be like, really put your own personal touch on it, and blah blah blah. I want and this boom, to she be makes her own ring, honestly, want. and make it make it. Everything that you dreamed of, and for size, uh, make it your size. <laughs> She'll never get it. She'll never get it. I, I mean, also make it very make economical. Work, <laughs> Spare no expense, except for like a lot of expense. Except for yeah. the, I can only. Can you do it for under two hundred dollars? <laughs> That was amazing. Uh, you so guys want to take a break? Soon? It's you're supposed to spend three months' salary, right. so go ahead and spend one hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> it's been a light week. <laughs> yeah, let's it's take amazing. a little break. I'm about to pee my pants. Break time. Fresh air. Break. And we're back from our break, and I'd like to thank everyone for being here. And in, enjoying the vibrations into your it's been ears. A lovely right experience. Now. Honestly, Beautiful. this podcast is kind of like adopting a dog. Um, who saved who? Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're saving us, but also we're probably saving you. Oh, man. Symbiotic relationship there. Nice. Yeah. 
I'm the whale and you are the little sucker fish. Yeah, I suck your belly. <laughs> I'm gonna suck your belly. Hey, uh, I got two. I got a few things to say before we get back into uh, some some more Darren stories. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I just want to say that a a dear friend of mine, Nick Bush. He's uh he's actually in the latest episode of Barry on HBO. Really? Yes. Huh. That's and, sweet. And so uh, I just want to say, Nick Bush, I see you, baby. Shout out Nick Bush. Also, while we're shouting out, we said this, but we didn't uh we didn't put the episode up la- from last week. But uh, Jeff Webb made it to the second tier of the region roast battle. Yes, so. and uh, he he sent us a date th- for um, the next region roast battle, and it was June first, I want to say, which is a Saturday. Nice. We'll find out that date. But Jeff Webb was a uh, our last guest, and he oh, went nice. to a roast battle. He's a local comedian, and he just kind of got oh, thrown hard into to follow up. He got thrown into it, no, and he oh, he okay. he went on to the next round, which he didn't expect. So. That's we awesome. support Jeff Webb, and we are Team Jeff, baby. Keep yeah, I don't know Jeff, it. but go Jeff. Roast it up. Um, We're Nick, proud of him. Nick Bush, uh, in, the, in the show, he was kind of a background character. He was in the background a lot. And then at one point, um, you get to see him shake Henry Winkler's hand. Oh, wow. And then kind of walk out of the door and do, do his thing. And um, it was... Uh, it was really good to see him because that's what he's been doing for a long time now. He's been um, he's been on the scene of a lot of different commercials and uh, and episodes, and he and he got to get in and great show too, Love. amazing show. I've heard it's really good. It's I've really only, good. I heard good things. The comedy in that show is right up my line of comedy. I love that where show. It's like I, serious. It's hilarious. It's serious, but at the same time, there's a lot of um, dark humor, like comedy gold. It's comedy, oh, but it's know. also like almost. It's like more real, like the shit that happens. It's supposed to be comedic, but it's also like real life shit hits you in the face, kind of. All right. Kind of, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to have to watch it. The second shout out that I've got is um, not something that I'm going to. Uh, I'm not going to say the name just to make this weird, but um, a friend of mine is now the voice of um, of Apple. Like when you see trailers for like the new Apple products. Wow. Her voice is the voice of Apple and and Matt has some heavy hitters. Dang, man. And it's like, the, uh, you know it's, people. It's the only person that I've ever had phone sex with. <laughs> and she's and she's now the voice <laughs> of Apple, bro. I was I was gonna be like, is this like is there like some sort of sex element to this? Is there can, like a desire like Can you believe it? So um, you understood. Once you we, heard that commercial you're like, oh I get it. We were in a we were in a long-term relation, or I'm sorry, a um, long-distance relationship, <laughs> and uh, only time. Now she's the voice of Apple, and now and now every time I see an Apple product, I just get hard. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I just see an iPhone. I'm just like, God damn it. I might get hard too. That sexy ass iPhone. <laughs> Get over here. That is so sleek. <laughs> you sleek. Let me son play of with you. Bitch. 
All right. Well, that, that's good. probably not going to go over well with my girlfriend, <laughs> but uh, uh, chances of her hearing this are very slim. So. She is now a Samsung user. She's not a supporter, <laughs> huh? Well, she probably wouldn't be a supporter of me saying some weird shit like that. But wow. the, the reason for this podcast is to say weird shit, so I just want to get that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Air I mean, it out. Yeah. But congratulations, both of those people... Uh, more successful than us and that's saying a lot because we have a podcast yep so they just got that weird time recorded bump so enjoy all your success i've got a dead-end job but also i've got a podcast with my i don't have a podcast you do have a podcast we we yeah you you do though i mean yeah yeah part ownership in this singular and there's a duality there yeah exactly thank you yeah so, uh, Darren, let's get in, <coughs> let's get into um, your scumbag sisters. Yeah, let's go round two. Oh on, shit! On so, Darren, talk yeah, here. I I might have told you this story before, Matt. I I think I have now that I'm thinking about it. The audience didn't know that until you just said that. Yeah, but it's a good story. So, like a couple, like two weeks ago, I get these text messages from my mom of uh, my oldest sister's face, and she's just beat the fuck up. <laughs> like her eyes all, and I'm laughing at it because it's just so fucking ridiculous. It's something. It's something but, you expected. Yeah, I mean, I I grew up watching my sisters beat each other over the head with my dad's fucking cowboy boots until one of them gave up. Like, Jesus. that's how hardcore my sisters that's were. Some Russian shit, right? When there. I was eight years old, um, that's some Galveston, Galveston, <laughs> Galvestonian. Uh, <laughs> well, I grew up in Hawaii, so like you know, my family was like the one white family in the fucking seven block radius of our house you know and you know we got picked on and shit and my sisters were hood rats and they just got in fights they're scrappy girls and uh like and my immediate sister so these my two oldest sisters are half sisters from my my mom's previous marriage and my immediate older sister is my full-blooded sister but she was like a horse girl you know what I mean? She was like really oh, the yeah. Clydesdales and yeah, writing her diary girl, and shit. You, say no you more. don't need to say anything yeah. else. Okay. Horse, girl. So. Horse girl. Actually, probably, <laughs> probably everybody out there knows what you're talking about. Yeah, there's everybody yep. knows a horse girl, dude, and yep. she's like really into horses and like mild mannered, you know, whatever. She and talks was, really eclectically, but really, her she's yeah. a, like a ninth grade <laughs> <laughs> education. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so I was like, for instance, to tell you, like my oldest sister, Rena was always like the mastermind between the two of them. And then my sister, Christy, who's underneath her was like the fucking muscle. Right. And like when I was eight years old, I was trying to play with a kid in the neighborhood. And like, he thought I was a, a nerd. He's a couple years older than me. Maybe he was like 13 or 14. Oh, so you didn't have tattoos yet. <laughs> no, I was only eight. And I'm like bothering <laughs> this kid being a dork or whatever. And. This kid gets tired of it, so he like he, he's got a sharp uh, pencil, and he like pokes me in the eye with a pencil. Doesn't like Jesus. hurt me, hurt me, but he like poked me enough to like make the side of my eye bleed, and I had like a. That's lead. why your eyes That's are always. That's why you cry, watery. bro. <laughs> That's why you <laughs> like, cry. This is it. This is why I cry. You got all time. lead in your eye, bro. So uh, my sister was sixteen years old, Christy. She's a bad motherfucker. Fucking crazy. So. I go home, I'm like, oh, crying. I'm like, yeah, you know, this kid, he fucking poked me in line with a pencil. 
My sister Christy's like, what? <laughs> she goes to my dad's office. How do you she, spell Christy? What? C-H-R-I-S-T-I. Oh, that's that crazy Christy. That's yeah. that crazy yeah. Christy. That's that crazy Christy. Yeah. We've so, done found it. She was doomed from yeah. day one. So she goes to my dad's office, and she finds this number two pencil, like, unsharpened. Puts in the pencil sharpener, the automatic one, because you know, everybody had one of those in the 80s, right? Yep, like, yep. late 80s, everybody had an automatic pencil sharpener because it was totally worthwhile the to future. have. The future. It was the future. She that's like that's like the rewinder in the VHS is yes. like mm-hmm. it's high class. Yeah, man. yeah. But you know, you, ha- like, you have to spend a solid fucking like. Yeah, you knew you were one tier above. Two hundred yeah. bucks. You had that sort $200 of two hundred dollars just to find like just to get that. Yeah, fucking yeah. So she takes a number two pencil. She sharpens the fuck out of it. Damn, you're positive it was number two because mm-hmm. that's like Scantron material. Yeah, I mean, like I just assume because that's what they were back then. She's about, she's about to ace. Christy's yeah. about to ace the <coughs> test. Yeah. Wait. She goes out to the cul-de-sac. She's 16 years old. Go ahead. I I just don't understand number two pencils. Like every Scantron test you have to take, it's like make sure you're using a number two pencil. And it's like, do they sell a number three pencil? What the well, fuck? Yeah. Like, have you, you ever seen a one or you can't a use seven? Those mechanical pencils. Those are not. They've get, that's got to be a number two. I mean, I've seen mechanical number twos, but I just don't know, like, what's the significance of the two and why are there an option of pencils with different numbers of. Hit me with that. Yeah. yeah. I don't oh, know. We're so that was, uh, <laughs> was deep. That, that was a deep, hard man. beer. Yeah. So she goes out of the call to sack, right? And I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm eight years old. I don't know what the fuck's going on. She's like, come with me. We go trotting out of the call to sack. And she takes this note. She takes this kid's hand. There's a picnic table in, like, the grassy area of the call to sack. She puts his hand on the table. She just grabs him by the fucking hand. Doesn't say shit to him. Just grabs him by the hand. And she takes this number two pencil and puts it through his fucking arm. Jesus. Straight through his forearm so it came out the other side. No. His forearm? Yeah. 16 years old. She got arrested. <laughs> she got arrested. She went to jail. and uh, She should. <laughs> no shit, dude. I mean, I'm just saying that like, my sister was fucking. She went to jail? Yeah. She fucking stamped a 13-year-old kid I mean, kid first time offense, I feel like I, I'm a good enough lawyer. I might yeah. have get her, gotten her off. My dad was just like, fucking take her to jail. <laughs> She's fucking crazy. Just take her to jail. So they did. And then she went to like a like a mental home. She went to like a mental home for a while and uh, uh, never really moved back in. Never really moved back in, but was like, you know, always around. You know, yeah. Whatever. Her and my oldest sister. <laughs> but the story, so like two weeks ago, my mom sends me these pictures of my oldest sister's face, and her face is just fucked up, man. Like, she has a black eye. She's got, like, cuts all over, stitches and shit. She looks like the person from the Goonies. Yeah, she looks like Sloth from the Goonies. She looks like Sloth. Only with hair. Really long, like, and I'm like sister. I'm like, what, what the fuck happened? And so my mom calls me, and she's like, you'll never believe what happened. Rena and Christy, they went to the grocery store, and... Christy Those stayed are in. both your sisters? Yeah, yeah. Rena is the oldest one. Christy is her younger sister. And that stabby I, stab. Yeah. But uh, Rena, we'll just say, spent um, Christy spent the majority of her time in jail for physical altercations, fighting people, hurting people. You got a, like a, a fighting. You had got like a bash bros' <laughs> yeah, yeah. sister. Yeah, and my, o- my oldest sister uh, spent a bunch of time in jail because she was um, – 
she was stealing from Walmart when that was like a thing. She'd like walk out with a TV and come back and return it. Oh yeah, she was one of those people. Steely scams. Yeah, 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 but she got busted for like twenty grand worth of theft from Walmart and spent like five years up or something like that. Jesus. She spent some time inside. But <laughs> this is my family. Like, these are my half sisters. Like, I don't, I don't even talk to them. I mean, like, are your parents kind of just like, yeah, well, well, it's it's my mom's daughters, my dad's stepdaughters. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I mean, my dad right. doesn't talk to them. You know, for She's whatever. Just like, well, your fucking children. Are <laughs> yeah, like your, yeah, your daughter's you. calling, hands my mom the phone or whatever. But so they go to the grocery store, right? And uh, my oldest sister, Rena, goes inside to do the shopping. Well, she kind <laughs> Christy sent my si- my other sister into the grocery store to get fucking taco seasoning packets. <laughs> They're like fucking forty nine cents a piece, right? And yep. like. Rena was supposed to get Christy two taco seasoning. Packets. I could, I could, I could even see taco taco seasoning packets. Like I know what they look. like. I you know what they exactly look like. Exactly right? know what they look right? like. Right, and she was supposed to get two of them. Well, she didn't get enough for Christy's liking, which were two. She only got one. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Two taco seasoning. Yeah, and, and Christy was in the back seat of. Oh, I don't even know what kind of car. I they drive. we can get away with one. <laughs> Marina comes back out, and Rena's the one driving home. They get on the expressway or whatever. They're in Arizona. And Christy's just like, it's had it. It's fucking snap. And then just started fucking beating the shit out of my other sister from the back seat while they're oh, on the highway. Shit. Broke her jaw. Uh, shattered her eye socket. Left like a six-inch fucking cut on her forehead. <laughs> they almost crashed the car. Christy went to jail. She's in jail right now. Jesus. Over a fucking taco seasoning packet. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is like 50 cents worth of a fucking McCormick packet. I think, it might, have, I think it might be 49. <laughs> yeah, I, think, <laughs> I, think it's I knew it was McCormick. <laughs> damn it. She's just like, I told you two fucking packets. Motherfucker. Beat the shit out of her. But that's those are my sisters, right? And like, I... Half sisters, sisters. Half sisters. Half sisters. Half sisters. I I haven't I haven't been in constant communication with either of them in my whole adult life. So honestly, though, so, Darren. Yeah. What's up? What would make you beat an eye socket to death? Um, <laughs> what's it gonna like, take? Like, what's like, it gonna take for you? Because you you're a very docile person. I so. Um, it would take a lot. I mean, I'm a really calm guy, but I never used to be that way. I used to fight a lot. I used to get in a lot of fights. I used to be in a lot of trouble. I used uh, to be a really angry gang, dude. Gang affiliated? Or just no. like sol- solo getting in trouble? Yeah, I mean, like, I just used to fight a lot. Like, in high school, I, you know, I was like the punk I just, I just see kid. all the gang tattoos that you have. Like, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of spider webs and a lot of... Uh, I actually think you like wildlife. Flowers yeah. and wildlife. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the. That's what I'm gathering from. Yeah, all that. I mean, I I actually do have a gang tattoo, that you don't know of. That would, if I got arrested, would probably get cataloged. Really? And yeah. did you do this because you're affiliated? No, I did it because it's funny. But the gang that it's like negative towards wouldn't think it's funny. What part right. of the body? Arm, shoulder. Okay. Well, it's a. Uh, Nope, wrong arm. Here. Oh, he's revealing it. He's revealing it. What is that? 
Oh, it looks like a cultivator arm. Do you get it? The star? No. This right here. It's the cultivator. It's a hand throwing a gang sign, right? But it's included in waves. So it's like Uh, gang gang waves. The fucking... Mm -hmm. The fucking... But it's throwing it that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. But... I'm very cautious when I go to the beach, but I don't have any affiliation with any gang at all. It was just funny to get a gang tattoo. Might as well. Yeah. I mean, I have your arms. Throw a gang (laughs) tattoo. I have a I have a fortune teller reading a crystal ball on my leg that says "fuck your life." In the crystal ball, (laughs) underneath it. But yeah, it's beautiful. (laughs) It's poetic, really. I mean. Why not? Probably pretty honest too. I mean. I mean, it's yeah. It's whatever. It tells a story about where I was in my life and how I gave a shit about nobody. And I'm fucked up. Yep, we you actually, fucked up. We actually <coughs> talked about that with Jeff Webb because he has uh, just a couple tattoos, but one, one, one tattoo. Yeah, and we talked about how like all it is is just it really marks uh, time and place. It's like a story you're telling. Yeah, you I know? mean, when you have like, I mean, I have fucking like almost more than seventy tattoos separately. Mm-hmm. But together, to. You you look like one tattoo though, because <laughs> there's so many of them. I mean, most of them tell a story. Like I, I have one right here. Okay, this is a, and some of them don't. Okay, so <laughs> I have I have, this, I have this gorilla wearing an eye patch, smoking a cigar with a banner that says wisdom, and it means absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah, but that kind of means a lot to me for some reason. What does it mean? It means fucking nothing, dude. I kind of like that one though. Yeah. Oh, the yellow teeth are clutch, mm. clutch. Yeah. But then right underneath it is a cat skull in a Pope toque with a beard and a rosary with an upside-down cross on it that I got with the, with my dead cat's initials um, from when my roommate killed my cat. Mm. Yeah. So some of on purpose? I thought that might have been about child molestation <coughs> uh, through the Catholic Church. And not personally for me. But <laughs> I just I didn't know. I, I read a lot into it from other ones. Yeah, I read a lot. Pussy into uh, it. So the roommate cat, <laughs> the roommate cat story was an interesting one because my roommate was just so fucking stupid that he killed my cat um, and on purpose. Mm, just tell the story. Through stupidity. <laughs> he okay. So my cat got sick. I had two cats. Um, I found them in a dumpster when they were kittens. I rescued them, raised them up. But they, they rescued you. They rescued me. Uh, Arlo Esteban von Pupenstein Esquire. He was my attorney. He is the deceased cat. R.I.P. And then Nina Simone was his sister, the female cat I had, uh, which was a tortoise shell. Arlo was black. Um, I was living with a roommate of mine at the time, and uh, he was also a sous chef of mine. And, like, we had a very, like, we are very close, but yet also very toxic. Like, I relied on him because I needed a reliable body in my kitchen, but I ran it myself. So, like, I did everything, but he was fucking there to clean my fryers and wash my dishes. Good for him. You gotcha. know, make my salads. He, I really relied on the guy because you can't do all that shit by yourself. Nope. You need someone else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you need a guy that you can fucking count on when, like, shit hits the fan. He's always there. He's that guy. But, That's what the song "Lean on Me" was actually yeah. written after. It's a it was a sous sous chef. Yeah, totally. And uh, so, um, my at the time he he got kicked out of his apartment, wasn't paying his rent or whatever. He needed a place to stay. 
<clears throat> I was living in a studio apartment in Chicago. I let him sleep on my couch. Um, it got unbearable with two men living in a single room. The smell? That also worked or... together. Everything. Everything. So we got an apartment together, and uh, <clears throat> we'd been living together for like six months out of a year. And, you know, I also had two cats. Well, one night he just... Within a week, like, a bunch of shit happened. Like, I had this GT Performer, like, this classic fucking bike oh, that was in mint condition. Dude, dude literally, my like, favorite bike. Did it have mag wheels on it? It had fucking GT mags on it. Oh, It yeah. was fucking, it was, like, a black, black Performer that with little, the gyro. That little bent neck on it. Yeah. Like, on, dude, I, <laughs> yeah. I love GT Performers, the old it was ones. immaculate condition. Perfect condition. In the, in the same week, right? He rides my bike to work. It's a fucking classic GT bike. It's like a collector's item. It's in mint condition. Mags and everything. In fucking Chicago. <coughs> Parks it behind his restaurant on Halstead Street. Doesn't lock it up or anything. Of course my fucking bike gets stolen. Because the dude fucking leaves it out there like a dumbass. Oh, yeah. Three days later, motherfucker drives to Michigan and adopts a fucking dog. Some kind of dog, a German Shepherd mix thing. Doesn't say anything to me about it, just adopts this dog. Immediately after adopting this dog, my cat gets stressed out. My cat gets sick. Take to the vet, $250 vet bill. Your cat has the equivalent of the flu, right? And my roommate wasn't, like, exactly the cleanest person in the world, but came home from work. The next day, maybe, after I took him to the vet. And I can't find my fucking cat anywhere. I'm like, Phil, where's my fucking cat? His name is Phil. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, man, I was smoking pot in the living room, and I left the window open, and it, I didn't realize it was the window without a screen. I think your cat got out. Like, no, what, you floor, what floor apartment is this? We were just a main floor. We were, okay. like, ground level. Not a garden, but, like, Above that. At least it wasn't like the fourth floor. Yeah. No, no, no. And I'm still like, laying on its fucking feet, so, though. Well, yeah. So I assume my cat got out the window. Weeks go by. I put up fucking flyers all throughout the neighborhood. I, like, all this shit. Put them all up everywhere. And, like, the house just starts to fucking smell. And it smells like things you don't normally expect the house to smell like. I'm like, all right. Check clean. the fridge, check yep. the garbage. Yep, check the fridge, check the garbage, clean the bathroom, check the living room, make sure that nothing's like peeing on anything. If like, you if you got a garbage disposal, yeah. definitely yeah. check that Check out. that, like, you know, and couldn't find anything, so I finally confront Phil, and I'm like, hey, dude, I've figured out that this smell is coming from your bedroom. I don't know what it is, but you need to fix that. Or I'm fucking kicking you out. Like, I'm going to boot you. I'll find a new roommate. I'll pay the rent. Like, it's whatever. But it stinks and you need to fix it. So I leave for work that same day. He's cleaning his room. He's cleaning his room. I come home that day. And it just so happens to be the day that I, like, come to the house through the alley, which is where our dumpster was. And uh, he's carrying out a fucking black garbage bag with what looks to be a fucking animal body in it. And, like, I'm like, what the fuck is in that? He's like, uh, nothing. And I'm like, dude, what is in the fucking garbage bag? And he's like, it's your cat. Jesus. Month. My cat was in his closet underneath a pile of his clothes for one whole month. Dead. Dead. 
Jesus. Yeah, you didn't even for a month. You didn't even realize the cat was gone. Oh, you thought it had escaped through the window. Yeah, he and told I was, him that bullshit. Story. He told me that the cat got out the body. window. So, so he, he, had he that knew body. damn well that that cat was dead in in his room, or it, he was too stupid to fucking check his room. That maybe the cat went into his closet to hide from his stupid fucking dog. And, like, just let my cat starve to death in his closet. Jesus Christ. Like, one of those where he just, like, shut the cat in there. And then the cat was just, like, in the closet. And just, like, made a mess on his fucking pile of fucking... Did he wear those clothes again, do you think? Oh, I'm sure of it. But, like, I didn't... I wasn't in that house for What kind of a roommate? A Are week. we talking, like, he's, he's full of, like, um... Zero shirts and fucking Atticus shirts and like no 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 he was like no he was obsessed with Eminem, so everything that he wore was like, I don't know like Eminem Rockwear Fifty Cent apparel Shady apparel shit like that oh yeah I mean like we had nothing in common not a fucking stitch in common but he was a reliable guy that I worked with that like. Helped me out a lot. Like he paid rent on but time. But also killed, killed your an cat. idiot. But also an idiot. Also an idiot. got my bike stolen. Killed my cat. And like you Jesus, know. dude. Let I immediately some... moved out and got a studio apartment elsewhere and never talked to him. Like, Let me tell you here. something but. stupid that I did. Because you know when you're uh, 13 years old. Yeah. Yeah. You do su- stupid shit. Absolutely. Um. Ninety <coughs> percent well, of the things you do when you're 13 years old is stupid shit. Oh yeah. Mostly you. You're. You're concentrating on losing your virginity, even though it's not going to happen for another three years. Yeah, yeah. It's just nuts. Yeah. Well, what I did was... um, You didn't kill a cat, did you? You had sex with a cat. (laughs) No, my my dad was a very reasonable person. He's like, hey, I got $200 for for a bike. We can go get a bike right now. And I was like, well, the crazy thing is the bike that I want is four hundred dollars and he's like well we can't make that work so i worked for a summer cutting lawns make like making money at the time yeah and uh made enough to where i can get a gt performer yeah four hundred dollar fucking bike yeah and uh i bought it brand new in hammond and uh i got the chrome one with the Ma- GT Mag wheels, yeah. with the gyro, uh-huh. it was it was fucking slick, dude. Yeah. What's the first thing my thirteen year old ass did to that bike? Because um, the 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 name brand isn't like painted onto the frames at this point. Yeah. It's all stickers. Yeah. I fucking get a razor blade and I start taking all the stickers off of this thing. Can you believe that? Can yeah. you believe that I did that? Yeah, you thirteen-year-olds do stupid shit like that, and you know, you know now that you repeat, you appreciate the renaissance of those bicycles. So, so you know the long-ass GT, <laughs> like literally, oh, yeah, it yeah. was like it was like Why'd sixteen you take inches it off? long yeah. because I thought it'd be really cool to have a like all chrome bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All you didn't chrome, want the like, flare. Like, uh, I. Still, to me at this point, I like a I like a good, nice muscle car with like no um, emblem on it. You know, yeah. you you kind of like take wearing that a t-shirt that's just a basic t-shirt. Just, there's no like you're yeah. not flaunting. Well, there's like, the yeah, shit. but it's kind of different for some reason. Yeah, some people might understand that. Maybe I don't even understand that. I'm not sure. But what happened was that bike also got stolen. 
because I left it outside in Hammond when I went to I I literally parked it, went to eat inside for like forty five minutes and came back outside and my bike it was gone, was gone, yeah. gone. It's fucking gone. Less than a year later, my we walked to a ice cream place in Hammond. And this kid cruises up on my bike that he had spray painted. No shit. And my dad was like, hey, is that your bike? And I was like, dude, I, this is a GT Performer with no stickers. And it had been spray painted, like rattle can spray painted. Yeah. My fucking 30, late 30-year-old 30 dad grabbed this bicycle out from underneath like a 15-year-old and said, hey, this is my kid's bike. And and the kid was like, hey, you can't take that. He's like, this is my kid's bike. If you're, you know, fight for it. If you if it's not. And the kid just like was like, oh, shit. And like ran away. And I yeah. got my bike back. But it was spray painted gold. Oh. And it was ruined. Yeah. It ruins I, well, the appeal. I mean, well, those bikes, they're right, like... It's the same, though. You got that gold bike. I had, I'd already ruined it by, by taking the... And yeah. then I sold it for like $100 when I was like um, 17 years old. Oh, man, I did the same thing with some guitars when I was when I was living out of my car for a while. Dude, I did that to... <coughs> isn't it crazy the, the lengths you'll go to just to survive? Oh, man. Like, you got some like really nice, high-class like uh, amplifier amps. Yeah. That I sold for pennies on the dollar just because I needed oh, some I needed some fucking I had, weed, uh, dude. I tell I tell the story all the time because like in my ripe old age, like, you know, it'd be nice for me to have a guitar to just kind of play around with from playing guitar when I was younger, you know? You know, in my mid thirties. But uh when I was like sixteen years old, like the first like big present my parents ever got me was a fucking guitar. And like what the was it? It was a Fender Jagstang. It was the Kirk Kirk yeah, yeah, for sure. First Jagstang issue from like 1995. I was older than that. Then, like a baby it was, blue. It was sparkle sea foam. Mm. So it was the first color they issued. It was like a sea foam green, and it mm. was sparkle, and it had like a pearl uh, pickguard on it. Sorry, I said mm, when mm. you said that. Well, it's a, it was mm. a sexy fucking that sparkle guitar. Sparkle sea foam, though. And uh, I I played the guitar for a while, and I just kept immaculate care of it. It was perfect. It was perfect fucking guitar. Kurt Cobain, <coughs> quite quite possibly the only person I'm okay with shooting himself. Yeah, but I still won't believe it. I just don't think he did it. <laughs> I think I think El Hefe did it, and like I don't know how, and I don't really like look into it, but like. The dude was too cool to, to do that to himself. Yeah, yeah heroin addict. You know? Way too cool to uh, <laughs> kill himself. Uh, uh, well, it's just he's a, a heroin addict in like a functional alcoholics and alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A functional heroin addict, I think. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, maybe. I'm just saying. Well, I am O. I am O. Like the mm. the idea of like a guy that's like five foot six tall taking like a full double barrel shotgun to the mouth and somehow managing to get it to fire on himself is kind of there's questions i guess the only thing i'm cool with is that that he didn't survive why is that because why why is that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where this is going why I'm is that curious. why do you keep saying that yeah <laughs> you don't enjoy the music uh 
It's Dude. it's mostly jokes. So so jokes aren't are not funny sometimes and I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> No, know. I was I no, it's, it's cool. cuz you don't like it? Cuz you um, don't like the music? I've I've never been a Nirvana fan. I no? I no? so oh, man, I was a big Nirvana fan. So so the thing is I I appreciate music. Mm-hmm. I really do appreciate music, but at the same time you like what you like. Yeah. Right. And so I like two Nirvana songs. I like one Pearl Jam song. I like one fucking, you know, like. I, I'm going to say uh, the only reason, like, if it wasn't for Nirvana Unplugged, I'm not sure how big of a Nirvana fan I would be, but I really, really, really like that album. Oh, yeah. Fan- like, but it's like, you, nah, it's nuts. You gotta I really enjoy think, it. think, like, I mean, if you like, you like modern indie rock right now, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say. I guarantee you that every single modern indie act that you like was influenced by Nirvana. So if with without that, without Nirvana, you wouldn't have anything modern. These these are it would all be different. Those are difficult statements for somebody to say because a lot of people Not say really. like without the Beatles we couldn't have Nirvana. Without the Beatles we couldn't have you know like without well, Led but Zeppelin. But you're a person who also doesn't like the Beatles or Led Zeppelin, correct? I hate the Beatles. I hate the Beatles and Led Zeppelin. I despise the Beatles. I don't, I don't hate the Beatles. I would actually. Uh, it dep- The thing is, with the these older are opi- bands, these are opinions. But yeah, with yeah, the yeah. older bands, it depends on how you find them. Because yeah. I hated the Beatles too, because I was sick of the infom- infomercials for one. The album one was coming out, and I was just sick of. I was like, okay, I don't fucking care. But one day, my my buddy, my. My buddy's dad had a bunch of Beatles records and shit, and we just this was the house that you get high at, you know, yeah, where you yeah, have yeah. the house where you just it's With okay the, to get high had and drunk. Cool dad. Yeah, and he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And there was, the, was just was an album laying there, and yeah. we just started getting high as fuck, and we just would sit there and listen to a whole record, and it was just like, what? And then we kept listening to it. And it, it was at first Abbey Road, but then it ended up being the White Album. And the White Album has a song called Number Nine. And it's yeah. just this weird, like, number nine, number nine. It's like, and it's all this backwards loop bullshit. And so it's a double disc album. So we would start smoking at the beginning. And by the time we got to number nine, which was the last song on a two disc thing, someone would yeah. freak out. Someone would start going, What? Ah, like they'd start freaking out. One yeah. of us would. It, it it we listened to it multiple times. It was someone different each time. So that was cool. Like it made it a thing. Yeah. And for so sure. with older things, I think it depends on like uh how you get to it. Like where where it's introduced to you because yeah, there's for sure. it's thrown in your face with, all with the time. With everything in life. For sure. With yeah. everything. So the like I said, trust me, my opinions are I they're just opinions. Oh and yeah. I, if somebody disagrees, I'll be like, "Oh, that guy disagrees." I don't, I'm not gonna fucking start an argument. Well, because on you Twitter didn't yeah. about it. Well, because you didn't make the music, no, so it's not right. your yeah. thing to defend. And I do. To go back, I do not want um, suicide to be a popular. Oh, you wanted thing. Kurt Cobain to suicide I, himself. I didn't. You said it already. I didn't. I don't want that. That's what you said, Darren. I have a question for you, though. <laughs> yes. Because I have a specific feeling about this, and I want to yeah. know if you share it. Because I'm like, I'm like maybe one of the one percent of the population, and it has to do with the Foo Fighters. Okay. Do you think that the Foo Fighters would be where they're at 
right now with their quote unquote talent if the drummer of Nirvana wasn't the lead singer of this band? No, they wouldn't be. I completely. Do you, do you know the story behind that? Do you know that the first Foo Fighters album was written when Dave Grohl went into like a solitary moment of like clarity on his friend's suicide? So he wrote these songs by himself. So the first Foo Fighters album was written by Dave Grohl mourning his friend's death. And then he recorded it all and issued out an album. But by the same record company as Nirvana, I'd have to imagine. <coughs> no, no, no. It was uh, Roswell Records is what he, he released it on, which would probably was a subsidiary that he he went on Geffen because they were on DGC, David Geffen record or David Geffen company or whatever. But, you know, I'm sure it was facilitated by the same record company from Nirvana. But like you look at like the bands that they were like, OK, like the trans how this thing came together, like Nirvana was a thing. Dave Grohl was in, I can't remember what his other band's name is, his first band. Uh, Kurt Cobain sees him play, invites him to join his band. He moves to Seattle from the East Coast. They're in Nirvana. They become, like, ridiculously successful. Then all of a sudden, you know, out of nowhere, you know, the main guy from this band kills himself, and then Dave Grohl doesn't know what to do. So he writes a record. But, like, a lot of those songs were songs he was writing for Nirvana for, like, future Nirvana releases because Kurt didn't write all those songs. Yeah. Like, they all did. Yeah. So he releases that first Foo Fighters record, and it blows up, you know. But why does it blow up? I mean, Dave Grohl is the drummer for Nirvana. Of course it's going to be. Because of the name Nirvana deal. behind it. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, there we go. Oh, that was weird. Whoa, it's did still it happening. Back? Hello? That was uh, Hello? Still Hi. happening. Ooh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> conspiracy theory. You, you pissed off the ghost of fucking Kurt Cobain, man. God damn it. I didn't want you to kill yourself. Wait. wait. If you if you were murdered. You said you did. How dare you, sir? You brought this upon us. You brought this upon us. All right. Thanks let's, a lot. The ghost fucking guy. What do we do? Try and clean this up or do we get out of here? We can do either. Do you want me to stop it and start yeah. it and we'll end it or yeah. what? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And uh, sorry for those technical difficulties, but. We've had a good time here tonight. Yeah, I was playing, it got a little hairy for a minute there. Yeah, I was we, playing we belly went deep. drums. We went deep. There were cons- yeah. some conspiracies, and uh, the powers that be determined uh, that yeah. we should shut this thing down. Yeah, absolutely. There's no ifs, fans, or buts about that. There I mean, if, if we didn't, we would listening. talk about everything that I could talk about, and then I we made wouldn't it, have a second visit from me. I made yeah. it sound like I'm, I'm like cool suicide there for a second. That's, <laughs> not, that's you wanted chill. people to suicide themselves? Yeah. Because you didn't like their art, it was very yeah. apparent what you said. That's that's what I said, and honestly, like if I didn't like their art, like I should probably suicide myself. You know? No, that's we don't we don't not. like anybody to suicide anything. Matter yeah, no of fact, if you need someone himself. to talk to, if you need help. <laughs> if you out there need help with anything, you can contact myself or Matt Morris or Jeremiah, yeah. or uh, the, just email us. What's the name of that song? By we can uh, talk. What's that? 
What's the name of that song by? Oh damn! What's the Suicide Hotline song? Who sings that? I don't know. I know. I remember. So my favorite movie in the world is a movie. I want to. I want to say interesting fact of the day. Yeah, go ahead. uh, My favorite movie is a movie called Heather's with Christian Slater. Is my favorite. Oh yeah, I remember that. You know, and uh, Winona Ryder. But in the movie, um, you know, Christian Slater's like killing a bunch of people. And they like set these, you know these two dudes up like as if they had like a dual suicide thing, and right. then they like release this song in the movie. It's like from the eighties or whatever. And it's like teenage suicide, don't do it. <laughs> but like that's the don't song in the movie, it. yeah. But you know you I'm said you. suicide song, and that's what I thought of. That what that's exactly you remember what that is. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. <clears throat> Strange fact of the day, though. Okay, you guys remember the movie Terminator Two? Yeah, one of my favorite sequels. Actually, one of my favorite sequels, maybe not the best sequel. Okay. Judgment. Darren, do you have a better sequel than T2? Um No. Home Alone 2? No. Two Turtle Doves. I mean, I don't know, man. Rambo 2 was pretty good. Um, a better sequel that might be the best sequel honestly but but terminator 2 judgment day was an artistic masterpiece teenage mutant Cameron. ninja turtles 2 with the secret of the ooze that, that was, was pretty good that was pretty good yeah yeah it's a t2 yeah so you don't have to tell me i knew i felt it so strange fact of the day okay you remember the you remember the scene right in the beginning of the movie where arnie's in his boxer shorts and he's at that bar and he walks in and he's trying to get that biker's clothes and the big yeah, biker fight clothes. breaks out yeah. and he like throws that guy on the flat top grill and then like beats him up and takes his clothes. Oh yeah. So that specific scene was filmed across the street at the exact time that the Rodney King beating happened. What? What? At the same time across in the LA? street. Yeah. So that bar in LA is on a frontage road. Off the highway. And on the highway, there were like five white men beating up an innocent black guy. And across the street, James Cameron was filming Terminator 2. Holy and it shit. happened at exactly the same time. Matter of factly, it is where the first technical viral video was filmed. Yeah. Where a man went to that bar to film, like, to catch a glimpse of Arnold Schwarzenegger and oh, then filming Terminator 2. So it kind of makes sense what he was doing. And he filmed the Rodney King beating he on his camera. He flipped around. He was like, holy shit. Oh, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger's what... over here, but also over here yeah. is yeah. a motherfucker getting his ass beat. Crazy. So next time you watch Terminator Damn. 2 and you're watching Arnie beat up those bikers in a bar, at that specific moment, Rodney King was being beaten by the LAPD across the street. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> huh? Everybody remember everybody God remembers damn. it different. That's a good yeah. way to end that. Yeah. Well, when they were um when they were filming the scene where Andy goes to to college for um for Tour Story 3 uh, I got nothing. <laughs> they also wanted what Billy Idol to play the T1000. Really? Yeah. Tim, where are you getting all this info from? Dude, I don't know. You're an insider. <laughs> You're a I, fucking insider. Just talk about are you a T two thousand? You might be you might be. Could you imagine that movie with Billy Idol as the liquid terminator though? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <it's> a, <laughs> I want more, more, more. 
<laughs> with a, a red William. Be a black wedding at that point. <laughs> right? It'd be kind of like. With uh, his earring? <laughs> just dangling there, just getting like caught on ear. shit. It's like, this This earring's inefficient, really. Yeah. You got any uh, any last words, Matt? Yeah. I, I you guess got I would. Any last um, words? I guess I want to say that there's a lot of uh, um, crazy like happenings in my life where um, I I don't know how to say it without like getting into a full story, yeah. but like things are just kind of lining up. Like it's like things weren't lining up, and then something happened today that would kind of be see sawn as like a, a bad thing that turned yeah. into a good thing and it kind of it kind of helped me out yeah so it's good and and it's um Almost i got i got my old job back at alert at ld and like so the job that i've been shooting for for a while which subsequent subsequently got me paid um four days early from this other company because I needed money because it's the first, which means that everything that yeah. I ever have to pay is like today and tomorrow. First of the yeah. month, baby. And so it wake got up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> so it got me paid. And like there's so many there's so many happenings that like yeah. it happened for a reason. Yeah. And I, I think it's because I'm on the right path. Yeah, and your some, stars are aligned right now, man. Right now, yeah, yeah. it's because Mercury's in retrograde, probably. It's all about yeah. retrograde. Yeah. What do you feel, Darren? How you How you doing? What are your final thoughts? You got? I'm any? good, man. No, yeah, no, I had a good time. This is a pleasurable experience. I feel like this hour and a half has kind of gone by like five minutes. I feel <laughs> like we didn't really touch base on everything it's we could. Been beautiful. Have. I think what we also did is we we delved in a little bit, but we also left some some room for a sequel here. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I we feel won't, like, yeah. We won't let it go by too far because I feel like a lot of times when movies have sequels that come too far, too like far. it's already done, yeah. it's like, no, everyone's done with that and they come with a sequel and it's not good. Yeah. We'll get a, we'll, we'll come back with it quickly. Absolutely. So, so I'll uh, come by anytime. You just One last me. thing. Yeah. I'm going to make some noises and you're going to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? It's like a, what are those? Rorschach test. It's kind of like a Rorschach uh-huh. test, but but, like, uh, but but with noises. Okay. Oh, Here this is new. Also. Motherfucker, dude. Law and Order SVU. Okay. Detective Olivia Benson. So do it again. So so now do it again. You now you do it again. So here we go. Now now tell us what you think. That's Aerosmith, bro. Did you hear that? It's the same thing, dude. Janie's got a gun. It's the same thing, Darren. You thought I was revving up my motorcycle, but I was really You just fucked me up with some, like, Aziz Ansari fucking Aerosmith shit. How dare you? I'm just saying, like, it was the way, it was the, yeah, I understand understand what you're saying. I should have gone more taller white man and less smaller Indian man, but I'm both those. It was more your octave. Yeah, I understand that. All right, guys, my name is Matt Morris. I'm Jared Moxley. And I'm Darren Frank. Thanks for being here with us, and I, I hope you enjoyed everything and love each other and don't commit suicide no matter what Matt says. Yeah, <laughs> call me. 
He's been trying. <laughs> <laughs>